Yeah, guys, before we get started on today's show, Green Mountain Dental, they're still offering that free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. It's going to be really important to brush your teeth while we're under I'm, I'm, quarantine <laughs> and eating all this shitty food every day. Can we be honest? <laughs> the, the, the brushing of the teeth has moved back like one hour. Usually for me, it's like the very first wake-up shower, brush teeth. Right now, it's like go downstairs. Drink well, there's coffee, just no sense of time anymore. There's no sense of time in the day anymore for me. It's true. Although it's Harrison more- makes a good point. I feel I feel like my candy intake has gone up uh, pretty significantly, and so I could use that uh, that Sonicare. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's either morning or night. One of the two. There's no no in between. Sonicare or candy? Just days. It's either the morning or the oh, night. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Any, well, I'm yeah. glad you didn't ask us just if we like electric toothbrushes, as you have done for the last 12 times. <laughs> I haven't asked you guys that question in a while, actually. I haven't asked <laughs> I do like electric toothbrushes, though, for the record. Sonicare, a quality brand. No, that's what I tell people all the time. It's like a really good brand. <laughs> it is. I, I have dentist friends, and they also uh, can't speak more highly than, about the uh, Sonicare. See, guys, I'm not lying. I'm not spewing uh, <laughs> bullshit here. I'm not lying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, remember, get a cleaning extra exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, and they'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. I am your host, Adam Manez, joined by fantastic group of Den- Denver Nuggets talking heads. That's seated strong. to my That's top le- my t- my top left. <laughs> it's Eric Weedham. Hey, here I am. <laughs> did, did Eric have to go first so he was ready for his intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't ready. I had no idea who he was talking to. Oh, I, I, I didn't know you if don't you guys know? had like sorted that out beforehand that he was. No, no. Do you, it, like, it, I, did, I, I felt like my intro was a little forceful, like more forceful than I wanted it to be. I was caught off guard. It was a little aggressive. Was a little, <laughs> try, try to scale it back a little. Um, seated to my bottom left, it is a person not having a great hair day, I'm afraid to say, Harrison Wynn. Oh, man. See, I did the same thing to my hair today that I've done every other day, every other pod that we've recorded, so I'm calling. Well, hold on. First off, who's the one to make the ruling on whether or not this is a good hair day? I feel like I am. It's got I am the uh, hair expert. It's got the body and it's got the volume that you usually crave. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel already. like I don't look my best right now. Though. I'll admit it. I don't look seated, my best. None of it. None of it. Who do, like who does? Let's be honest. I feel um, like I do. I look my no, best. Well, well, seated to my bottom right, it's Brendan Vote. I was also taken aback by Eric's introduction. Yeah, I saw you recoil. <laughs> that really, Listen, I, yeah. <laughs> recoil. <laughs> recoil. First time on the first word. First time that word's ever been used on this podcast, guys. Um, I want to start. We're going to talk. Uh, about game two we've been doing this rewatch series of the 2009 playoffs which by the way has been awesome i did not expect to enjoy watching that team and i gotta say i did not expect to have this take i think there might i i really miss that team and i really 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 like watching them and it it's it's i I know it's playoffs and we're coming off of like a bad part of the, the regular season where it just ended for this current nuggets team but it's more fun i'm not gonna lie they're more fun (laughs) Is that a hot take? Yeah, it's a hot take. It's definitely right. a hot take. I, I was looking at um, at gifs I've used throughout the the season. It's, it's progressed to describe my emotions of the season as it progressed. And at the halfway point, going into the All Star break, I, I asked everyone to point a, to post a gift to 
give their feeling of the season leading up to it. And I had a self-satisfied, sunglasses-wearing smooth gift. I felt very good about the season. (laughs) I think you just felt good about life, Eric. You're a very positive guy. (laughs) Uh, But before we do that, guys, I do want to talk to you a little bit about just what have you guys done this week? Because I actually haven't talked to, to, with the exception of, I think, Eric. I haven't really talked to you guys. But also, there's nothing to do. So I'm curious, uh, Brendan, what have you done this weekend? Uh, mostly just DNVR gaming stuff. Spent a lot of time this week getting that off the ground. Um, what is what is DNVR gaming? And I'm not asking that as like a fake question. I'm actually asking no, you don't that really as a know. Real question. <laughs> I've had no involvement whatsoever. So, so you can't laughed at a, a tweet I put promoted. I promoted it, and somebody was like, "Dude, you're old." And I'm like, <laughs> just promoting DNVR gaming. It's, I wouldn't call it a full beat. It's like a corner of the DNVR universe that's kind of emerged from this quarantine era. So it's, we're just celebrating, discussing, playing our favorite games, putting tournaments together, streaming ourselves playing. Um, look, this is a gamer's, like, minus the doomsday anxiety, this is a, day, a gamer's dream. Just like two weeks of isolation. So we're trying to capture that and, and give people a community to hang out. Absolutely. Does that mean people go there and they play the same game? It depends. I mean, you can. We can all be playing together. Sometimes people come and just watch uh, us play or, or whatever. Yeah. But it's really just more of like a place you can go for recommendations, meet friends, people to game with. It's a community. Mm. Yeah. And plus, it's just getting off the ground. I mean, I feel like we are just starting to really scratch the surface of what it can be. Yeah. I played Super Mario 3 today. I showed Eric. He did. It's true. So I'm kind of in me. on it, too. <laughs> Harrison, what did you do with your weekend? Um, I mean, besides just Not your a hair. bunch of uh, articles about coronavirus and slowly die inside. Is that what you're, is that what you're doing? Are you doing the thing where you... There's, you have to almost cut yourself off to, like, two or three articles a day. Yeah. Um, so I've definitely reached that quota every day. But uh, clean, <laughs> cleaned out my closet today. I actually went outside today, shot some hoops. Today was gross. Productive day, yeah. Did you like? Did you jeopardize public health? I know. Were you captured by a uh, sky cam? (laughs) The only one that. (laughs) I was the only one sky cam. The best part about that sky cam is you guys saw it, right? This tweet went viral. People in in LA, there this like helicopters taking video of all these people (laughs) packed courts and in. Venice Beach and whatnot, and they all sucked. They missed like seven consecutive <laughs> shots. Before they, before yeah, they I, zoomed in, I thought it was like a fake video, uh, like a fake account, <laughs> and it was just a video of uh, there's a setting on NBA 2K called the park where you like, oh, play yeah. online. That's exactly what it exactly. Didn't it? It, it looked, looked like, like a joystick game of 2K. was broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like somebody like learning how to use the buttons and stuff. Yeah, like, shout, <laughs> shout out to DNVR Gaming. That's the yeah, part that killed me. It's not like yeah. it wasn't a bunch of like ball is life bros that needed to yeah. get out. There's a bunch of people who clearly play three times a year. In it's jeans. like n- now, now is the time you got to get the Venice Beach game in. Well, maybe the, this is the only time these people can get on the court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're probably right. Like, about oh, the that. court's open. This is dope. <laughs> I owned it today. Right. Uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty There's funny. There's definitely um, still muscle heads at the beach, at the beach gym, just working out, just completely disregarding public health. We do have to talk a little bit about players and social media, and I guess to be a little dicey. <laughs> you can probably just leave it right do there. We? I think everyone knows to what you are referring to. Uh, somebody, well, I'm not going to say who, but a player posted a very awkward, I'll say who it is. It was Paul Millsap, and he is doing a video where he's doing magic tricks. Have you guys seen this? 
This is not where I thought you were going. Oh, yeah. Yes. Social media mishap. mishap. It was, it was thought, a curveball I threw you. I threw you a curveball. <laughs> yeah. Paul Millsap. Now how much do you appreciate Paul, Paul Millsap's social media magic? Has there ever been a bigger gap between like pl- players that – how they use social media than Jamal Murray this weekend and Paul Millsap. <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Jamal Murray's uh, journeys on social media and Paul Millsap's, both of them, we need the NBA back more than ever. I'm a little <laughs> worried about the slippery slope we're going down here when it's only like day nine without basketball. Technically, the- uh, technically Jamal was doing magic too because that story disappeared <laughs> real quick. Oh, it's gone. I I feel like it's, it's right into the thin forever. air. I don't know what it well, is. Magician secret. Was, I guess we're like tiptoeing. Away. I'm just not going to share what the news is. You can find out for yourself. We're not going to report this news. But I like what I liked best. I think the best thing of this whole situation was Bottle's life. For whatever reason, tweeted out the dunk today with the like Jamal Murray serves up a facial. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> just hey like, guys, well done, Jamal Murray and the Nuggets are finally getting the national attention that they needed. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, man. Jeez. before we all get canceled. What if through this we like Paul Millsap really discovers his true love of magic and just this like, is what I wanted to talk and about actually that, is, like full time afterwards. Paul, Paul Millsap is absolutely amazing. Amazing. Six foot eight, six foot nine, Jack, incredibly talented at basketball and the biggest dork on earth. Easily the big he's learning he's teaching himself magic in his spare time. I, I loved the Barcelona jersey and indoor beanie combo too. Just a total goober. He's such a yeah, nerd. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's such a nerd. But, yeah, I, I, I think I, honestly, I think players are just absolutely going crazy. Like they've forgotten how to dress. <laughs> They've forgotten like what their likes and dislikes are. It, it it's it's going or what, off the or what's rail. appropriate. How what's does, appropriate to put online? What's not appropriate to put online? How does Gary Social Harris get his, his fits off right now? Do you just take like couch oh. pics and post those? I mean, that guy well, must be. Can, I mean, he would be the only guy getting fully dressed. The only guy in America, in the world, really, they're getting fully dressed right now. I put on wouldn't, pants yesterday. I put on pants yesterday. Wouldn't that be incredible if not uh, basketball shorts, pants like jeans? But, but wouldn't that be incredible if uh, NBA fits just turned into what? regular news has turned into which is news anchors with messy hair and wearing like sweatpants and everything yeah, I, I actually i actually kind of dig it this is actually a thing that i've liked about this is like all the beautiful people on espn are just now they're like us but right now even, sitting here and they just look normal and but why lighting. i don't i don't understand why they're unable to do their makeup and comb their hair when it's because they it's don't like have a, to because nobody why wants don't you to have do that. to no nobody wants to do that and this is an excuse like if you had did, a choice they're like does that mean that you normally want to i don't understand like they have a whole image like why does that all fall to the side when they're at home they, they don't have makeup and and, and it, it, you're it's the strangest thing to, a, to me you're holding them to a very high standard eric they, I, they set the standard <laughs> yeah these people aren't that much different from us eric they're not that much no i know they're not no i know but it's just the strangest thing like they still there's still this thing where there are reporting the news and they just happen to be at home instead of in the studio so they're like f it i'm at home but from our standpoint <laughs> they're true. still in the same place which is just not where we because are. <laughs> maybe they've realized it just doesn't matter it doesn't That's matter just, at it, all is this are we are we headed for a full sweatpants society thank god i've like, been waiting <laughs> for this i am so positioned for this yeah we're gonna like thrive <laughs> yeah it's me just not, all over. my unwillingness to wear a suit is the only thing that's held me back in life. I, the I only know. thing. That's the only thing. Could be. <laughs> yeah, you're you're visibly uncomfortable at games when you dress up like more than you usually dress up. Oh, if you ever worst. want to see Adam uncomfortable, just go to a game when he's wearing like oh, one maybe, time. Maybe maybe he throws a suit coat on. Maybe every once in a while. 
One time he wore this really nice dress shirt, but he had just gotten it, so it was fresh out the box. <laughs> was the and I think, called me out I think he was excited to, to dress the part for once, and he just got ripped to pieces all night. Uh, Marlo's like, you know, Adam, that almost looks like a shirt right out of the package. Like, uh, uh. Marlo smells that stuff like blood yeah. in the water. But that's the problem at the games if you dress down a lot and then you come with like a suit or a really nice yeah. shirt. Everybody's like, wait, what? What happened? Yeah, it's all about it's all about setting expectation, which right. all of these news anchors have done, and now they're going against it. That's the, well. That's what's the funny point. is it's only the newspaper people really that dress up in suits because if you go to the games, you know, like the Denver Post singer will be there before you know Cosmire Dempsey, whatever. Those are the guys that do it. Nobody else. When I went when I went on the road, this is where it really taught me because I saw like a bunch of the national writers, the Haberstros and David Aldridge. None of them in suits. They're all in jeans and a t-shirt. I know, man. Like, well, man if they're well doing that's it, I'm doing thing. It. Where'd you where'd you go on the road? Because this is a theory I have about. NBA Charlotte reporters. So I think the South, besides Miami, is more casual. And then I the West that. Coast, besides LA, is super casual as well. New York, Brooklyn, Ooh. very like suit, you know, suit focused, but no, everywhere else, maybe Chicago's, there's a lot of suits, but everywhere else is pretty uh, casual. <laughs> well, this has been your, uh, you, we, we wanted league fits in the this offseason, and we just did the league fit, uh, what you needed to know. Uh, all right, Harrison, take us to break. When we come back, we're going to break down game two, which happened last Friday, and I've forgotten almost all of my notes. It actually we're happened try in to get 2009, just to be clear. What did I say? <laughs> just last Friday. <laughs> Harrison, yeah, take us the, away. What's uh, our beer? Their beer of the day is the Strawberry Sky from Breck Brewing, and you guys can still get Strawberry Sky delivered on the Drizzly app. If you've never heard of the Drizzly yeah. app, it's pretty much the Grubhub for beer or liquor. Pretty cool. But yeah, you can get that delivered from Breck Brew headquarters at the farmhouse. So, so give you, them have a you call. Guys, have you guys done this yet? Do you know how it works? I, so I saw how it, it works. No. No, so I saw how it works. So now, so you order it on the app, just like anything else. It just like, uh, you know, um, what are some of the other ones? Grubhub or whatever. Grubhub, they bring it yeah. to you, knock on your door. Because of this whole thing, they'll lay it on the porch like or, or your patio or whatever. You just have to show them the ID. That's the only, like, transactional part of it. It's so great. Nice. <laughs> it's so great. Honestly, it's, like, better than usual. It's better, almost better than going out to a bar, just having somebody bring you beer right to your doorstep. Cross promo. And then just leave it. Um, we have a Strawberry Sky region in our DNVR gaming video games bracket. And the Madden oh. franchise emerged as the champion. Just so everyone knows, they're going. Is that bracket over with? No, we're in the no, final we're, four. We're so the finals. Okay, people are voting right now between Madden, NCAA football, NBA Jam, and Mario Kart. Which is oh, I'm so Mario? happy Mario Kart made it. Yes. No. Yo, is Mario Kart's Kart going all the finals. That's a, that a stretch. Sport? It's a stretch. That's a no, it's not. Stretch. If like race motorsports, it's like Forza Motorsports in it. Yeah, motorsports. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's absolutely. Like Madden is football with football rules. It's as realistic as NBA bananas at basketball. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's as what? NBA Jam? It's as realistic to motorsports as NBA Jam is to basketball. I guess. I pro- I'm going I'm, <laughs> to protest shakalaka. this. As, as one of the like eight games I've ever played in my life, I do not consider Mario Kart We started game. off this whole thing talking about how ill-equipped you are to talk about gaming. And now here you are. And now I have takes. I didn't say I wasn't going to have takes. <laughs> I'm just Mario not Kart equipped to have them. Mario Kart is in the tier one of sports games. I'm declaring Clearly. Right well, yeah. the, the, the tournament is bearing that out. It's hard to argue. <laughs> the tournament is absolute fact. 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> so like I was saying, you guys could actually call up the Breck Brew Farmhouse at 303-803-1380. They will bring your food and beer out to your car if you're calling for a pickup order, which they're still doing. So make sure to check those guys out. Also, Mile High Green Cross, if you sign up for their loyalty program, you will receive 20%, 20% off your entire purchase once per month. Uh, they've got award-winning products as always, everyday low prices, located on 9th and Broadway. And again, sign up for their loyalty program and receive 20% off of your entire purchase once per month. I got to feel like people are really proving their loyalty to that program over this over this past week. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently... Uh, Marijuana stores or uh, essential businesses. D- marijuana stores. Yeah, is that what they're called? Marijuana stores. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, yeah, but, I mean, if you think about it, well, if it was actually the the reason that was made legal in the first place is because it's medical. It's for people with you know actual pains, and then oh, the rest no, of us I, I, I totally understand why it's essential. I was yeah, just yeah. Ra- I mean, they just the, can't. Uh, He's from Boulder, Eric. You don't have to tell him about this. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's why it's essential. It actually performs a, uh, a needed service. Can you imagine this 2009 team with legal marijuana? Because I don't think it was here yet. I think that they, they do not make the second round. They do not. <laughs> JR played a big role in this playoff. I've got news for you. The marijuana was illegal, but treated as though it was very legal. Oh, that is true. Some players true. on this 09 team might not have actually made it to select games. Yeah, like the, the only difference between that scenario and the real scenario is that they didn't get 20% off at Mile High Green Grass. <laughs> true. <laughs> so, but seriously, I want to talk about this team now because, like, it's been. I, do you guys feel at all the same that how I feel like this team. The nostalgia's flooding back, man. They just were—they were fun to root for. They were—they just were really, really, really fun and interesting. They were a compelling team. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fun players. Obviously, the playoffs is fun basketball to watch. The crowd is so hyped during all these games, and uh, I think yeah. Eric was talking about this on the last pod. But this Nuggets team had so many guys that could just swing the momentum in just like one play, one shot, one block, one dunk. I feel like that's what made them pretty exciting too. Yeah, there, there's literally like no uh, like personality weak link, weak links on the yeah. team, with the exception of Anthony Carter, who is <laughs> who, who this this will be a, a through line for the entire. I'll, I'll bet but you like, Anthony Carter is like the best dude. You know, I know. like I'll, I'll bet I know. he's and he's probably super interesting. He's, like a, huge, but he's a right. subscriber. He's a huge fan. Right. Of DMV. <laughs> But from a basketball perspective, you're all right. Anthony he, he Carter made really a couple anything. of nice plays in game two, boys. That pass was nice. nice plays. It yeah, he did have nice. some It really nice wasn't ones. that nice. The, the, the result it was, was nice, but it was, a, it, was, it was an unattractive <laughs> pass. It was an, an effective, <laughs> unattractive pass. <laughs> I love this, that you Dude, can't even you're, give them you're, one play. What yeah, you're just absolutely what? spoiled from watching the best passer of all time on a nightly yeah, basis I am. here. That's right. Absolutely. We're talking about... Why this team rules, and none of it, none of why it rules, has to do with Anthony Carter. I also think throughout sports, like as a neutral fan, there are all these, you know, different playoff runs where one or two teams emerge where you can tell, like, okay, like they have it, they have the hype, the crowd is is stoked to be here. Maybe they didn't expect to be here. It's been a while since this team performed well on this stage. So I wasn't around for any of this at the time, but revisiting it now, Denver was one of those teams. Like you can tell this crowd is um they know they're good, but it almost feels like found money. They're just so stoked to be there. Well, th- this is the thing like it it's hard to explain this to people that have come along for this new the newest incarnation of the Denver Nuggets, but like Denver used to really really love the Nuggets. <laughs> like it's hard <laughs> yeah. to- It is so true, man. 
They really did. And um, they, they, you know, after Mello left, like it really hurt a lot of people. Uh, there was a lot of scar tissue to get through. And like, and not just for the Nuggets, but also I think for the NBA at large, it felt a little bit of like, what's the point of this stupid thing? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, was like, Mello really difficult and to then get tickets. George Carl leaving. And then, you know, three quarters of the Nuggets fan base fell off the wagon, it seemed. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, like we really, we, I mean, we went from, I, what did I say? We were the Atlanta Braves where you're just like uh, penciled in for the playoffs for 10 years, <laughs> 10 years. And people were like, you know, the Nuggets were viable. It was cool to be into the Nuggets. And then right. like our, our rebuild was like a rebuild, <laughs> like a <laughs> rebuild. Uh, it's funny, it but it, it really is why people, everybody always talks about, like, you got to trust the process. Like, this is what teams need to do. They need to have a five-year plan. But, man, fan bases don't care about those first three years. They really don't. And we watched it. Like, 2016-17 still one of my favorite seasons of Nuggets basketball ever. Yeah. But do I blame people for not jumping on that one? No, because nobody knew who those dudes were. It re- And it really did kill the fan base. But watching this group. There are just so many guys. I mean, it's just like a whole cast of character. Like, the eighth most interesting guy on the team is probably Nene, and he's pretty interesting. Like He's, he's totally interesting. There's yeah, one so, name? There's yeah, one name. He's enormous. <laughs> he's, like, maybe the strongest player in the league at this point. Like, totally. You know, physically strongest. So well, This team uh, just this had a just, lot of personality, too. I think that's something oh, yeah. we talk about with this current Nuggets team. Yeah, yeah, there's some characters, but it just does not have the personality of a team like this. Like up and down the roster, you know, Bill, Mello, Kmart, Birdman, Jr. Everybody had just a little something that they brought to the table. I, I don't think this team has much personality. Even Jokic, I think even yeah. that is a little exaggerated. Yo- it's, he's one dimensional, right? Like right. he's a funny, like yeah, right. like oh, that's there's the Joker, but right. that, there's yeah. no other depth to it. Exactly, well, and, and we don't get to hear from him. He's not really like a part of our lives in that vicarious kind of way. So yeah. they don't really he have doesn't that want juice. to be right. Jamal Murray. None of these guys want to be. You know, like they want to be stars and worshipped as like idols, but they don't want to like <laughs> you know they, be they don't want to play the characters. Game. They don't want to play the game. You know. Uh. No. Yeah, I don't even think that these guys are playing the game. They're just like they're just like a lot of like, well, like big Gary. personalities. Like I, the the in the, the 09 team. Like oh the, oh yeah. Like nobody's trying to be anything. Like they're just are. Birdman just is a, what he is. He just right, is what he right, is. Right, he right, is. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a guy from Texas who had like terrible drug problems, and then like all of a sudden reemerged back in the league, and like just played like every game was his last game, and had a ridiculous haircut that like uh, like a seven year old would make when he was giving himself a, a bohawk in the, in the, I also, in the mirror. I just miss when every team just had one guy that was just irrationally keyed in on blocking shots to the detriment oh of the gosh. rest of his game. And But Birdman, I think, was a good <laughs> the Nuggets all-around still have defender. One of those guys, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. But just that, that, that like, Birdman bites on every single pump fake. Like, 101% oh, yeah. of pump fakes. I missed that. He jumps so high and he blocks him so hard, too. And, like, they are, some of them were dumb blocks, like, just into the stands, but and then, like, rocks to the crowd. But it's just, like, oh, he lived for those moments. He went in there just to be like, let's see if he can block two of these today. And if he did, it was great. Have, have there been any moments where Birdman did something and then started flapping his arms? Because that's not yet. The, I don't think not yet. But he has, he's, done a lot to, he's done a lot to the crowd, you know. He's, he's definitely playing into this home crowd quite a bit. And the crowd's great. There just was so many moments for that kind of thing. I do wonder, watching this team, man, it really does make me think, like, man, the Nuggets could use, like, three or four of these. You need the skill guys. You need some skill ones. 
but you need like three or four of these guys that are just characters that the crowd. Well, so like let's, ready. let's let's cherry pick jerks off of other teams. Who who are the jerks that we want on our team? Well, actually, before we even go there, I would just say like this is one way Tory Craig could have really endeared himself to the because Tory Craig's another one. Like he hustles, he does the he does a lot of the stuff that a Birdman does. Like we talk about Birdman where he jumps for fakes. Well, that's how Tory Craig is. He dives for loose balls he had no chance of getting, and it's annoying. But if he was a guy that like. <laughs> You know, had a crazy hairdo and nickname, and like all this yeah, but stuff. it almost like you'd forgive it all and just be like, like, there if he he is. Is. like if he was like kangaroo man. Yeah, exactly. That from the, from that, that's what I'm saying though. The players these days compared to players even just in 2009, it, they just have like a different personality though. These guys today are so just wired for all basketball all the time. They're like machines. Back then, it was just different, you know. It's true. Like the only, the only like real throwback holdover we have is Draymond Green. He's like the yeah. only guy that could be on this current Nuggets squad. I mean, on that '09 Nuggets squad. Yeah, I don't know who are the other jerks. Like Marcus Smart. Yeah, who, no, who they're else? still jerks. Chris still Paul. Jerks. Yeah, but a couple. But I don't like. I, they're not like affable Marcus jerks. Smart. Like the Morris twins suck. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Suck. Like Kmart's a jerk, but you want him on your team. Like I don't well, want a Morris a, twin on my team. I think oh, I think I Patrick know. Beverly would maybe be one. Montrose yeah, oh, Harrell, like that's those a guys. First team all jerk, dude. I would take Pat Marcus. Bev. I think Marcus Smart has a lot of this too. Like he doesn't have a look to him that does something, but he is definitely that dude where it's just he he does something every game that gets the crowd to just like you're right go crazy. You're right, yeah, completely. Although but you're I, right, there's not that many, man. I feel like Kenyon Martin and the Morris twins are actually not that far off from one another. We just Kenyon Martin happens to be our Morris twin. So you we're, know what you know what the <laughs> difference was is Kenyon Martin had Trina's lips on his neck. That's like really solidified <laughs> him as an elite character. I also feel like the Morris twins really want us to think that they will fight us. Whereas I think yeah, Kenyon yeah, would yeah. just fight me. Before so wait, are you <laughs> calling that are, are you calling them fake tough guys? Yeah, because yeah. I'll let them know you said that. Yeah. Unless they're around. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. They are. I'm just saying, tough, I'm just, guys. That's fine. Well, I'm just Let's saying go. that was the, the Morris twins. I don't know. Well, all right, you guys have. Uh, well, I'm just saying that was the claim. That was the claim levied against Kmart. That he there are very oh, few, it? I guess, for this argument, real well, tough yeah, guys in the league today. <laughs> You know, well, well, what's funny is you know <laughs> that the very next season, so this is 2009, it kind of peaked. The next season was cursed. Like it just, George uh. Carl got sick, like all this stuff happened. The team should have been just as good, if not better. But that was also the year that. J.R. Smith put popcorn in Kenyon Martin's Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> literally almost killed him. This isn't an exaggeration. They, he wanted to kill him, to murder yeah. him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he put uh, uh, he filled a brand new Range Rover with leather interior Can with you imagine, popcorn that was covered in butter and oil. Can you imagine Mason Plumley wanted to murder Monte Morris? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so unthinkable with this Nuggets, current yeah. Nuggets team. It but, would only happen on DNVR Gaming. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jordan McRae wanted to murder the coaching staff. Does that count? Well, that's true. That is true. Um, all right. So the stat happened. Some notes I have here. The stat they threw up in the broadcast. No Nuggets team had led 2-0 in a series since 1985 at this point. Oh, 24 years went God. by and the Nuggets did not have a single 2-0 lead. No wonder the ever. crowd was so hype. Goodness. Uh, so, oh, so hyped. 24 years? That's such a long time. Wow, no it, it, must, it yeah. must suck being a Nuggets fan, huh? Yeah. That's, oh, t- yes, exactly. <laughs> really just finally wrapping my mind around that. Yeah, yeah, you, you're, you're like, what's the problem? Like, it's, it's yeah. getting better every year. Z- Z- this guy's pretty cool. Player, right? <laughs> Another thing I took out of this game, watching on, on number two, and I'll probably do something for DNVR this week uh, for subscribers, uh, 
there's a lot of plays, especially Michael Porter plays, that they ran for Carmelo Anthony. It's kind of neat to see some of the mm. same same actions. You know, the game has evolved a lot, where guys stand on the court, but there's still some some actions that, that echo, and especially those ISO one-on-one ones. Um, so I think that was cool. But there's also just a lot of ISOs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's a lot of post-up ISOs, which I guess you would usually just call post-ups, but they were but they really were ISOs where like everyone else just kind of gets out. It's like, let's see what they do. But there's also just a bunch of like, all right, Melo, here's your ball. You're at the elbow. <laughs> just, you gotta do something, bro. Just go. There's a lot of people around wild. you, not a lot of space to move, but <laughs> yeah. that's your, there's just a lot less movement overall, you know, in the half court, like nobody had this free flowing offense that I guess the nuggets used to have a couple a year ago or a couple years ago, but there was just so much more, you know, standing and watching. Yeah. There's so much less movement. Even the the off ball cuts were like coming from the elbows and stuff, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, just also like darting late. Go if um, for game three, watch where Dante Jones catches the ball on the perimeter, like when Denver initiates the offense and he catches the ball, you know, from Chauncey or something to start the play. He's like a step or two within the three point line. You know, now you're a yeah. step or oh, two yeah, behind course, the three point yeah. line. Sure, the court yeah. was just so much more like compact. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, Melo in this game also kind of struggled. Like, he had his moments, especially, I think, in the third quarter. In the third quarter, he really came alive and had, like, a a nice stretch. Although, there was one segment where I think him and Peja went back and forth at each other, and they each scored three times in a row. (laughs) And you're kind of like, Melo is such a better scorer than Peja, but also somehow such a worse defender (laughs) than Peja. (laughs) So it balanced itself out. Um, But... But this was another game. I, you know, Melo has some really nice ones coming up in, uh, as we continue on the series. But these first two, to me, were pretty underwhelming, I, I thought. Brendan, this is your sort of first real look at him in a, in a Nuggets jersey. What do you think? I know what you said the first game, but what do you think of the second one? I think underwhelming is the optimal word. I mean, he obviously looks talented, and, and they're going to him a lot. But I wonder, this is kind of a fun thing to think about. Should he have been the best player in the series? Well, yeah, because you think about like James Posey, um, Peja Stoyakovic. Oh, right. I mean, those are th- like right. Th- you're not talking about elite. These are, like elite guys. Posey was good, but I don't think at that point in his career he was great. So definitely, right. you don't look at it and think how could he not go off. So he wasn't bad in that second game, but yeah, it's not. I mean, I, I'm saying it as a joke, but through two games, it's Chauncey's team and Chauncey's series for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's part of what's uh, weighing the view of Mellow down is just the absolute transcendent brilliance of Chauncey yeah, Billups totally. in his first two games where you're just oh, yeah. like, this is the best player to ever play he's basketball. Just, dude, he's, like, like, he's just so... <laughs> he's open from three, and you're like, book it. That's worth four points. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these, he's not even open. He just had a sense for the moment for, like, walk into this tough three, but he's going to hit it because he need it right now. Yeah, yeah. The, the story of this game for me was Chauncey again, but Chauncey just having the biggest cojones in this series by far like any team and the same thing happened in this game that happened in game one Denver sensed the moment in the third quarter when they had New Orleans down and kind of reeling and they just pounced like they just put their foot on the gas all the way down and pulled away in the third for the second straight game and it just seems like this team had that like ultra killer instinct they could just put a team away when they thought they could yeah, and the the Hornets are just so severely overmatched in this series. Oh, yeah. It's just like this Hornets team's pretty bad. Just not good enough. Yeah, their their bench is just horrific. As soon as uh, Chris Paul goes out, score? it's like 
You know what I mean? I know, how did yeah. Chris well, Paul? D- yeah. David West Chris Paul was, was David West was an All Star this year. A lot of people forget he was like a twenty one right. and eight. Yeah, guy. but he's the Lamarcus Aldridge All Star, where it's like right. okay, every now and then he's going to score sixteen points or eighteen points on fall away mid range. I, I like, said whatever. this on the last pod. It, the talent just in in the league was not anywhere close to what it is today. Like David West was a really good scorer for sure. two thousand nine. He would never be an All Star like prime David West player right, right now. Yeah. Do you th- well, let's ask. I was going to ask that about this New Orleans team. Would they make the playoffs this year in the West? They could um, compete they for have the to eight beat seed. Out? The 2009 they, Hornets. Would they make the playoffs? In the no, West I, I don't think so. I don't think so. They especially um, they'd have to beat out Portland. They'd have to beat out. There's so uh, many uh, New Orleans. I think this New Orleans team could because a bunch of these guys were miscast, man. I mean, they had Peja, who was one of the best three-point shooters in NBA history, and he kind of got off a little this game, but was super quiet, barely got the ball in game one. They've got some shooters. Posey's a shooter. So I think they could get the eight seed, yeah. I think Tyson Chandler immediately – I think his best years were right after this because didn't he go to New York? I think – or no, he spent a year in Dallas – Got the championship that that following year, yep. so there was, and that. then got the big free agent contract in New York, and then got, and then, and, but then he, I think he had some good years there for D'Antoni in New mm-hmm. York. He so did, yeah. He he was on the upswing, I guess, for his career trajectory. Yeah, if you, just according to Box Plus Minus, his the next three seasons were basically his best three um, that he had. So, but he was a player, like he wasn't a scrub. He was he was he was good. He's been like relevant for a long time, Tyson. Chin. Yeah, a guy that I think most NBA fans like know who he is across a large. Long, long span. Yeah, that's the cool thing about watching this series because uh, we're doing um, not only this, but we're also rewatching the Avalanche, um, their uh, Stanley Cup final round. And th- to watch between the two is like so jarring because to watch this series on TV, like I, I always projected onto my TV, it doesn't look that different. Like, really? Uh, from today, I don't. I mean, it's like does, versus like the Avalanche game, which is like coming off of a VCR and the tracking oh, yeah, is all yeah, messed yeah. up, and like yeah, yeah. It, it, you you look at it the same way you look at like a black and white film. It's like you you aren't like transported back in the same way. I mean, you are just by hearing names and sort of seeing things, but like watching this on TV, the graphics package isn't that far off. And oh, that's true. Yeah, you can just kind of convince yourself sure, that you're like sure. watching live basketball. Do you want to like, know one thing that's a little jarring watching 2009? Is just how big the shorts are. And they're not even, they were even bigger like five years prior to that. But it is kind of funny how baggy everyone's shorts are. It just looks yeah. weird now. I loved the lower thirds at the free throw line have this like a uh, team roll like at fe- feature. And it's so oh, really like noticed. team roll, elite defender. I like that. It's so funny. Me we don't too, really I talk about it. basketball players that way anymore. You know what I mean? Like they fit yeah. so neatly into one box. Yeah, exactly. Like like Chris Birdman, shot blocker. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, now it's, it's so just funny. Like, I love it. Now it's just like Giannis might leave the Bucks in one year, you know? True. <laughs> or like you're not allowed to... T- you're not allowed to talk about basketball unless you know like a three man like on off rating or whatever. But there was a time oh, that's true. when we were just like team defender, you know, shot blocker, slasher, like yeah. Yeah, slasher. <laughs> um, maybe if it, it, tell me if this makes sense, Brendan, for DNVR gaming. But maybe we need to have a uh, 2009 versus 2020 Nuggets like tournament oh, or not tournament, but just a game. A thousand percent. I actually think we should do this. Th- so maybe uh, oh, when yeah. we wrap this series up, I think on Friday, maybe mm-hmm. Saturday, we can get two. 
people or it, you know or we just people we set the computer to the highest yeah. settings and oh, we really? they sim it and it's then we'll simulate it and dndr yeah, watch it we'll crush yeah. some yeah, brett bruise on it yeah. <laughs> yeah dude oh my god i'm so excited this. for this twitch time, time. So twitch Chaun- time. So can i just excited. can i make a prediction chauncey's gonna eat jamal's lunch i hope 2k gets it right because apparently oh nine chauncey is the goat is 2k is it good at this type of simulations or are they like it is. No, but I'm it saying is. like is it, it's not going to end in like a forty point blowout where it's just like what? Probably not. Most likely. No. Probably not. No, I, it'll I, be low they, scoring. They're good about that stuff. I think. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, maybe we should do it where the 2020 Nuggets play the uh, 2009 Hornets, and then we'll save the 2009 Nuggets first 2020 Nuggets for the very end. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe that'll be a way to do it. <laughs> we, I don't know. we could be in quarantine for a long time, so quarantine. That's true. <laughs> Play a whole series. Yeah. Uh, Harrison, take us to break, but when we come back on the other side, I do want to do a couple sort of like theoreticals, including what would this 2019 look like if they were playing today? Who would play more? Who would play less? But Harrison, take us away. You guys can purchase Strava Craft Coffee online for 20% off using the code DNVR20. If you're a member, the best way to start your morning is with a nice warm cup of Strava Craft Coffee. I think Vote does that. Facts only. Other guys do that. Yeah. It's the best way to start a day if you're a DNVR member. Remember, you can purchase Strava Craft Coffee, which is packed with CBD, non-psychoactive. It's been helped. It's been known to help with, uh, cure long-term migraines, decrease anxiety, arthritis, etc. Remember, purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. All right, so I want to look at this team because this it's so clear how different the game was at this point in time. Um but if we tried to just trans, uh, trans, transplant, what am I trying to transport. say? We just picked transport. transport. There it is. We were trying to transport this team from 2009 to 2020. Um, what, which players? I'll start with you, Harrison. But which players do you think would would maybe have a bigger role? Um, Jr. Probably. Well, I mean, if he if he could keep his <laughs> erratic nature down just as a shooter. I think Billups would be would like transport to the modern game really well. I mean, Billups was shooting five point one threes per game this season, five point six per game the next year, which I feel like was a pretty high mark for a point guard back then. I mean, now yeah. that's on the lower end, but back then that's probably a pretty high mark. So I feel like his game would translate really well. Uh, Birdman as a shot blocker. And the thing I noticed about Birdman in this game, and I think Adam was talking about this in game one, he had pretty quick feet for a 6'10 guy. He, he was switched down to Chris yeah. Paul in a couple of possessions, stayed with him pretty well. So I think his game uh, would translate too. And then on New Orleans, I'd say Tyson Chandler for sure, Storyakovich, Chris Paul, obviously. And um, yeah, that's probably about it. But I think a, a, a bunch of guys would translate really well. And, you know, I, I feel like if Birdman was in this day and age, he probably would have been able to develop a somewhat reliable jumper. No I way. He, no no chance he would have. I, think he I disagree with that take. <laughs> I think he definitely I mean, would like, have. there's... <clears throat> No, there's still play like Tristan Thompson doesn't have. I mean, he's a very Tristan Tristan Thompson type player. I think there's a certain mold of big man that just finishes around the rim, blocks shots, and plays inside, and kind of just doesn't take those shots. I mean, Plumlee's one of them. I think he would have been like that in that mold. I mean, Robin um, Lopez didn't shoot a three for his first ten years of his career, and is shooting thirty five percent from three this year. 
But Robin Lopez and Brooke Lopez are like talented Stanford guys, like call it, went, you know, played, played, uh, had a college careers and went to the NBA. I don't, Birdman's not that type of guy. He's a brawler. <laughs> I, I, he is. He's like I, a street I don't really see what that that has to do with the argument at all. Because they went because they played because they were good in college. Because they're fun. Because what I'm saying is they're fundamentally sound players. So for the idea of them adding a jump oh. shot to their their arsenal makes sense because they were fun. They had a foundation of fundamentals. Whereas Birdman, like, he's just out there trying to block things. Johnny and Hustle, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, he chaos. He obviously didn't take a lot of jumpers, didn't take any threes, but, I mean, I remember his shot didn't look broken or anything when he did shoot it. It wasn't like Mason Plumlee shooting. Ugh, it wasn't even like Kenyon Martin, to be honest with you. I don't think it was. It was, better, it was actually shoot. better than Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin, by the way, in this game two, took like five mid-range jumpers. Just <laughs> letting them fly. <laughs> he also, it's like... It's a laser, man. He, he, he jumps high enough that he shoots downward somehow. <laughs> it's pretty ugly. Uh, what do you think, Brendan? Is there anybody you think would have? Yeah, I mean, stood I out? think Peja is the guy you gotta wonder. I mean, yeah, he, he yeah. got a lot of shots up as it was, as it were, as it was. But yeah. I, I, I think in the modern era, he's the guy that you'd have. Also, Razul Butler caught some flack from D-Line Co. Or was it the Just other his way name? No. Oh, yeah. He. I caught flack from him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he, he can shoot, man. You got to guard that guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I think the... Na- Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, Malone would love Dante Jones. I just want to say that. As well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, Dante Jones really was amazing in this game, by the way. Dude, he was so What's awesome. the all-Malone team between the current Nuggets and this Nuggets? You got to go like Dante, Torrey Craig, Kenyon Martin. Mason Birdman. Plumlee. Yeah. Mason Plumley. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> does, does Jokic even make it onto the squad? <laughs> <laughs> not on. <laughs> Michael Porter, Porter Jr. comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. comes in 29th on that list. Yeah. Chauncey Sonny plays Weems. 42 minutes a game. Sonny Weems and Johan Petro right ahead of him. Um, I think Linus Clay's. A, I was looking at it though, but Clay's a, like because he was sort of a stretch big at the time. Like I mean, he was kind of a you know didn't have a place, but he's a career 33 and a half percent three point shooter. I think he was more of a willing yeah, shooter than a willing maker. Yeah, no, I mean maker. like. Guys just didn't shoot threes like they do today. Peja should have been shooting like 10 threes a game back in 2009, but obviously he, he wasn't. I wonder if he's like our Davis Bertans comp. Actually, oh, Bertans yeah. is clearly better, but... Bertans yeah. is like, can't can't miss. That guy, that guy's automatic. Is that still yeah, the man. case? Lost in the annals of basketball history will be the 2019-2020 Davis Bertans season. Because holy shit, man. <laughs> really? Is he is he still having like? He was outrageous. Yeah, he was outrageous. Like, all here. Here, the games aren't going right now, Eric. If you didn't know, yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of frozen in time at the moment. <laughs> take a take a guess real quick, Eric. What he is shooting? He takes. I'll tell you. He takes eight point seven threes a game. Guess what he finished the year at? Uh, percentage wise. 8.7 threes uh, per game. Geez. So he probably makes uh, – the fact that you're bringing it up, it's got to be yeah, a, above 40%. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it like 45% or something? It was 42.4, but on nine attempts a game, that's pretty dang That's outrageous. Nine threes? He takes like twice as many threes as Jamal. <laughs> that's insane. That's absolutely wild. Um, I'm excited. So if you guys – to wrap this up, if you guys um, – I highly recommend every every single t- uh, day. It's like we pick up new followers for this. And these DNVR watches, we're doing Love is Blind, which, by the way, it started to me as a joke, and now I'm all in. All in. 
<laughs> so good. So much so fun. Good. I'm still you know, like forty percent in, but oh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm one hundred percent in, but but in my heart one hundred percent out. <laughs> I, all, but I'm fully invested. In, fully invested. In this. Oh, it's so much fun. We're watching that, and then obviously we're doing this uh, Nugget series. Then I should also plug that George Carl is coming on this very show. Yeah, you can ask him these questions. Oh, I can't wait. Honestly, so we're gonna wrap up. You know. Monday will be game three. Wednesday will be game four. Going to have George Carl on the show Thursday. It'll drop Friday. Then Friday will be game five. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to George a lot about this 2019, his his um, time spent, obviously, in the Denver Nuggets organization. But also I want to hear from him about Jokic and this current Nuggets team and the current NBA and all those things because um, if you haven't, you should check out Truth and Basketball podcast, George pa- Carl's new podcast, because – I think George is in sort of obviously the twilight of his life. I mean, he's in the, the sort of the, that final stage of his life, and I think he's been very reflective. I don't I'm not saying he's dying. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that he's in the like <laughs> final don't push phase him out the of door, summer. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tone was there. I'm just saying he's just like you know post coaching part of his life, and he's reflective. He's looking back yeah, on you it. You just said he's a, in a reflective part can, of his life. Can right? you? <laughs> twilight sounded ominous. Did it? Okay. Can yeah, you? Very I won't say that then on the yeah, show. Yeah, you're like, so George, now that you're in the last part well, of your life. Now that you've only got a handful of years left, um, can you uh, ask him a... and last appearance on the pod. <laughs> can you just ask no, him a question? No, he's actually really looking forward to it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. I just ask what him who he hates the most. Just leave it that open-ended. <laughs> oh, he will absolutely. Oh, we know the answer. That's the best part about it. Do we? Uh, it's in his book. On, the, sure. uh, on the 09 team, or... Just, just in life. Yeah, just in uh, life. Just let him uh, hand him the mic. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. We're going to be back again tomorrow. So tune in with us tomorrow night. Hashtag DNVR watches 8 o'clock. We're going to be watching Game 3 all together. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, and then we'll do a pod immediately after. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, before we get out of here, Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects. They've been doing it since 1972, providing the highest quality of products from custom die-cut gaskets to molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses. And as we just saw a few days ago, snow is still hanging around in Denver and Colorado. Denver Rubber Company is your one-stop shop for anything that has to do with snow plows. Call them today, 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR. Tell them who sent you.